Sit back and listen and enjoy my podcast about health, wellness, fitness, yoga, business, and life. I talk about everything from ways of eating healthy, mindfulness, yoga, working out, manifesting, to pop culture, momming, adulting. I try to have fun and laugh at myself along the way of my sometimes stressed out and frazzled life. This is Fit, Fun, and Frazzled, and I am your host, Nikki Lanigan. All right, I know I talk about my love for Saqqara a lot, but it is no joke. Saqqara nourishes your body from the inside out. There's no meal prep, no grocery shopping, no stressing on busy nights with the kids, running here and there, wherever, kids all around. Saqqara is organic, fresh, and ready to eat, science-backed nutrition delivered to your door nationwide. Also supplements, I love the Beauty Detox water drops, so good. Their metabolism powder, everything is amazing. Head to my show notes, click on the link, leave my discount code, all capital letters, XO Nikki Wellness for 20% off your order. Welcome back to Fit, Fun, and Frazzled. I'm your host, Nikki Lanigan, and I'm excited about today's podcast episode. But first, I want to talk about I record my podcast sometimes like well in advance, and sometimes I wish I didn't because I want to talk about pop culture that just happened in the news, want to talk about different things that just happened. But by the time an episode airs, if I feel like too much time has passed. But so the Super Bowl. So this is probably going to, no, actually, I think this will air before the Super Bowl. So the New York, New York Giants, holy moly, San Francisco 49ers and Kansas City Chiefs are going back to the Super Bowl. And the last time these two played each other was in 2020. And it's so crazy. So, and it was a leap year in February. Um, there was also COVID, so yeah, boo for that. Um, but yeah, I want to talk about this real quick because first of all, I know like I work in radio and music, and I've always been a Taylor Swift fan. I wouldn't call myself a Swifty. I'm 45 years old. I do love her music. I do think she's a very humble and sweet person. I think she has an amazing work ethic. I think she's done amazing things for economy. She's done amazing things for girls and girl power. She's a successful female. And then Travis Kelsey. Okay, I'm from Cleveland. Well, I'm not originally from Cleveland. But anyways, I grew up in Cleveland. He's from Cleveland. We always root for Clevelanders. Um, He also has a really strong worth ethic. They are both very well established on their own right. And she, I mean, she always has been with, you know, whatever other people. But I think we need to see our kids or see our daughters supporting this. See how he is. We, I mean, who knows how they are in private, but seeing it, it play out in public, he's a very doting, chivalrous boyfriend. We should want our kids to see this. We should want our girls to see this and see this is how you should be treated to see, oh, you know what? I can work. I could have my own life, my own career my boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, my significant other can have their own life, their own career. And then we could still come together and 
have a life and relationship together. And I think they establish this really well. And I personally like that. I like that she has her own life, he has his own life, but then also they have a life together and she has her career, he has his career and whatever. So I'm all for this. I know some people are so sick of it. Uh, You know, there's things in life I'm sick of, but I don't feel the need to comment on it or post about it. So maybe you should look at your own life and see why it angers you so much. (laughs) Anyways, today's episode, I want to talk about the evolution of work ethic. Hmm, Here we are, work ethic again from hustle culture to embracing soft living. So I know there's also like all these words we use, you know, like hashtag hot girl walk, lucky girl syndrome, slow girl summer, different things or like the words trigger, snowflake, you know, people are sick of these words, but there's a new one and it is called soft living. And I want to talk about that because I am excited in recent years, there has been a paradigm shift And it has been occurring in the way how we approach work and life. Once glorified hustle culture, and that is characterized by relentless work, sleepless nights, and constant pursuit of success, more, 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 better, 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 is gradually giving way to a more balanced or aligned and sustainable approach. And this is known as soft living. Let's talk about the rise and fall of hustle culture though right now. So hustle culture often associated with the mantra, work hard, play hard. Do you guys remember this saying? I used to say it all the time in college and in my twenties, all the time. Work hard, play hard emerged as a response to the fast paced, like the competitive nature of our modern workplace. We were encouraged to push our limits, sacrifice personal time and prioritize career goals at any cost. Then we would go out every Friday night, go out to happy hour, drink, go out drinking every weekend. This relentless pursuit of success, work hard, play hard, began to take a toll on our mental and physical well-being. Thank God there's so much more exposure to mindset now and our mental and emotional health now for us and for our kids. And thank God there's so many other ways and avenues talked about to blow off steam and relax these days. So what is the toll, I guess, that it did take on our mental health? One of the critical drawbacks of hustle culture is obviously its impact on our mental health. The constant stress, burnout, lack of work-life balance, and this has led to increased rates of anxiety, depression, and the idea that success could only be achieved through overworking became unsustainable in the long run. So then now, soft living, and soft living is the counterbalance. Soft living represents a shift towards a more holistic and mindful approach to life. So instead of chasing success at the expense of your well-being, we're starting to embrace, we're starting to, I guess, we're starting to recognize the importance of balance of self-care, of meaningful experiences. And soft living emphasizes the need for rest, relaxation, 
and the cultivation of healthy work life work life equilibrium soft living places a strong emphasis on work life balance and this is recognizing that a fulfilled life involves it more than just professional achievements more than your accolades more than your money more than your bank account more than your louis vuittons your chanel's your hermes bags more than your vacations you know that's all good i believe in manifesting and i want to manifest seven figures you know but at what cost i don't want to work my butt off i don't want to burn out again so we do need you know i think the ultimate achievement is being happy and being content and that really is the goal yes <laughs> we want to have money in our bank account of course but why why do we need to fulfill constantly achieving more 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 we need this we need this we need this do you think back and think you know when i was a kid i was like oh six figures oh this oh you know uh, a house with white picket well i don't have a white picket fence but i mean it's just our development or HOA doesn't allow fences. <laughs> it's whatever. But, um, you know, two kids, a dog, blah, blah, blah. And then you get it. And I don't know about you. I don't know what, whatever. But when you're a kid and you're thinking like, ooh, six figures. And now I'm an adult and I'm like, ooh, seven figures. Like, when is it enough? Right? <laughs> when are we like content? And then we think here and we have to burn the candle at both ends. But if we are able to set boundaries, prioritize self-care, and spending quality time with our loved ones, our friends, we can remember this is very, very integral component to the soft living approach. And companies, businesses are also adopting this. They're adopting this flexible work schedule and remote options to support employees in achieving a healthier balance. And I think COVID, you know, realized People can work from home. They can work remote if they want to. Because I know people are like, oh, you need camaraderie. You need people. You need face-to-face. -face. I do believe in both. I do think you could work remote. You could work in the office. But we do need to interact, obviously, with people. You don't want to get lonely either. So, how, so embracing slow work. Soft living introduces the concept of slow work. And it is a departure from the frantic pace of hustle culture. And this approach emphasizes quality over quantity, encouraging us to focus on meaningful contributions and creativity rather than simply clocking in our long hours. Slow work promotes mindfulness, innovation, and a more sustainable approach to our professional endeavors. I know people hate these new words that come out you know, I already said this, slow girl summer, whatever. But I want you guys to focus on this. As soft living gains momentum, societal values are evolving. So success is no longer solely defined by material wealth or our professional accolades, but it's also by personal fulfillment and our overall well-being. The pursuit of happiness and a sense of purpose takes precedence over our a relentless pursuit of success. This, this makes me really teary-eyed. So I want us to shift from 
hustle culture to soft living. This this signifies a collective realization that success is not synonymous with overworking. Balancing professional ambitions with our personal well-being is not only achievable, but it's essential. It's essential for us. It's essential for leading a fulfilling life. As soft living continues to gain traction, it brings with it a more compassionate, sustainable, and enjoyable approach to work and life. So how can you actually practice this? How can we do this? How can we achieve this? How can we attain soft living? Well, you can grab some paper and pen and jot some ideas down. Um, practicing soft living, I, practicing soft living, I guess, it involves intentional choices and mindset shifts. And I'm going to give you some actionable steps to incorporate soft living into your daily life. So number one. Define your priorities. Identify your core values. I talked about that in an episode recently, okay? Identify your core values and what truly matters to you. This will help. This will guide your decisions and help you allocate time and energy to what aligns with your priorities. Yours is going to be different from other people's, okay? Number two, set boundaries. I don't know how many times I say this in episodes, and I still have a hard time setting boundaries, but establish clear boundaries between work and personal life. Define specific work hours and commit to unplugging during leisure time. If you work from home, if you are female, if you are a mom, it is harder for us. It is just harder. It's harder, okay? Men, it is. It's harder for working moms than working dads, okay? Um, so we have to be very, very conscious about our needs and about setting boundaries. We have to be conscious about asking for help. Communicate your boundaries to colleagues, to friends, to family. Okay. Number three, prioritize self-care. I say this all the time, and I kind of even hate the cliche word self-care because some people are like, I just don't have any more room on the plate. But we do have to make it, call it whatever you want, but it has to be a non-negotiable part of your routine. And this can include activities like exercise, meditation, adequate sleep, hobbies, something that brings you joy, something that recharges you, refuels you. It could be relaxing on the couch on weekends, binge watching Netflix if it refuels you and rejuvenates you and makes you energized again, okay? Treat self-care as an investment in your well-being. Number four, practice mindfulness. Incorporate mindful activities in your daily life. This could involve mindfulness, you know, meditation, breath work, EFT tapping, or simply being present in the moment. It could be journaling. It could be stepping outside in the sun. Mindfulness is statistically proven and science-backed, helps reduce stress and enhance your overall mental health mental well-being. Number five, embrace slow work. Shift your focus from quantity to quality in your work. And this means prioritizing tasks that align with your goals and contribute meaningfully. 
Allow yourself the time to think deeply and avoid the constant rush associated with hustle culture. Number six, learn to say no. Ingrain this in yourself. Ingrain it in your girls. They are watching us. It is okay to say no and to prioritize your own self. It's essential to recognize your limits and be comfortable saying no when necessary. You don't need to explain yourself. I still do this as well, and I explain why I'm saying no. But overcommitting can lead to burnout. So prioritize tasks and commitments that align with your goals and values. Number seven. Cultivate healthy relationships. Invest time in building and nurturing meaningful relationships with friends, with colleagues, with family members. Spend quality time with your friends, with your family, and surround yourself with people who support you. They support your goals. They support your business. They support you. They support your well-being, your personal growth. They make you want to be better, okay? Number eight, disconnect regularly. Take intentional breaks from technology from your phone, from scrolling, social media. Constant connectivity can contribute to stress and information overload. Take a break from the news. Schedule moments of disconnection to recharge and focus on the present. Maybe do this on a weekend with your kids also. No one has their phones. No one has their digital devices. Number nine, explore flexibility and work. If this is possible, Explore flexible work arrangements, negotiate remote work options or flexible hours with your employer, maybe have a working vacation. You go on vacation, but you still are connected to work. You're still taking maybe some calls, some Zooms, doing emails. This can enhance your work-life balance and contribute to a more relaxed lifestyle. Number 10, celebrate your wins, small or big. Acknowledge and celebrate your achievements, no matter how small. Celebrate your goals you accomplished. Soft living involves recognizing and appreciating the journey, fostering a positive and grateful mindset. I want you guys to remember practicing soft living is a gradual process and it's okay to make adjustments along the way. I hope this helps and I hope you realize by incorporating these steps into your routine, we can start to create a more balanced and fulfilling lifestyle. I want to know what are ways today, what are ways this week or next week you can implement this? You can start to implement soft living. I want to know. So shoot me an email or DM me and tell me how you're going to practice soft living today, the rest of the week next week, this month. I also want to help you. So DM me your email address to get on my newsletter and I will send you a free meditation, a free digital gratitude journal, and my free digital affirmation cards. So again, DM me on my Instagram accounts, either one, Nikki lanigan.yoga and wellness or my podcast instagram page at fit fun and frazzled podcast dm me your email address and i will get sent over my free resources to help with your mental health and mindfulness to help you 
embrace slow living. I hope you enjoyed this episode today. Please, if you did, go to wherever you listen to your podcast, leave a five-star rating and review, share it with someone else you think might benefit from it. Have a great day and let's embrace slow living.